everybody. This is the Homeworkies podcast, and we are so excited today to be bringing you our takes for the top 10 of Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas on the Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. It's been quite the marathon event of a season, and I'm Rachel, and I am joined by two great guests for this panel. First, I have Amy Lynn Craig. Hey! Yes, and our special first time on the podcast, we have Hallmark Hubby himself, Sam, is here. Hello, ladies. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. This is crazy. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah. So uh, tell us how you got into watching uh, Hallmark movies. Well, I got into them. Well, okay, so growing up, my mom always made it a must watch that we watched all the Hallmark uh, Hall of Fame movies. Uh-huh. And so I was introduced at a young age, but then the last few years I realized I was watching way too much sports while my wife is in the <laughs> other room watching her stuff. Uh-huh. And we just, de- we decided that I love movies way more than she loves sports. So <laughs> we, uh, we went to a Hallmark channel and since we got kids at home, it was something that we didn't have to pause or turn off yeah. whenever they walked through the room. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much how it took off for me. That is so cute. Talk about relationship. Yeah. Yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> You're like, well, <laughs> I like movies. Just any movies better than she likes sports. She doesn't really yeah. just like sports. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like my parents. Like So much. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. So when did you start watching Hallmark movies regularly? Um, it wasn't last Christmas. It was the Christmas before. Okay. So yeah. 2016 is really when I got into it. Uh-huh. And then, honestly, I didn't know that there was like a whole Hallmark Twitter family thing going on <laughs> until last year. Uh-huh. Or I'm sorry, 2017. Right. right. And like, that's what like, oh. Well, crap! I need to get in on this. Yeah. This looks fun, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a I band was of shocked that yeah, it's yeah, it's quite the band I, of I was shocked that, going on. Here. Yeah, it is. It really is, and I am shocked that Hallmark hubby wasn't taken. Yeah, <laughs> so I kind of got lucky there. Yeah. You nailed it. That's really good. I love it. I love your posts. I think they're so fun. They always make me laugh and and uh, really sweet. And uh, so, how do you you followed three seasons now? How do you feel like this season st- um, stacked up as far as the Christmas slate? What did you think? Um, you know, most of the movies were enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch everything live, which makes it more fun. Right. But uh, they were enjoyable. But I guess just like every year, there's some movies that are great and there's other movies. Eh. <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. A lot of them. Uh, Amy, uh, what about you? How, how do you think this season stacked up to previous years? Um, I don't know. Because I feel like there are some things missing this year like certain different like there was a lot less magic and like Mm -hmm. certain like different tropes or themes that weren't shown as much this year 
Um, even though there were, what, six more movies than there were last year. So I was kind of, like, missing certain things. So. Yeah, that's definitely true. There was way less whimsy this year. Yeah. I mean, pretty much the only whimsy that we got was Shoe Addicts. I mean, there wasn't anything else that had maybe a little bit Christmas and Evergreen. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. And uh, they just went the straight romantic comedy route. Um, yeah. So, and it's it's sort of interesting. And I hope they shake it up a little bit more. Uh, next year but yeah yeah, i agree with you there wasn't any that i wanted to die that were just like awful (laughs) for me like there were a couple last year that was like oh this is oh yeah um even the two that i i i we're gonna list as my least favorite just more like sort of irritated me they're they weren't like awful and uh so (laughs) there but then there were a lot on on a on all the networks to be honest including hallmark that were just like completely disposable and forgettable like they weren't bad uh but <laughs> i'm not gonna remember them in t minus one day like after we do this podcast I'll probably <laughs> forget. yeah <laughs> a big group of that <laughs> and so you know i, I in a way i kind of like i it, i don't want to say like hor- just absolutely horrible movies like i don't want them to make horrible movies obviously but there is something sort of more memorable especially for the podcast you know like something like mm-hmm. wedding march four where like we were all just like what is going on here? i think i gave that a zero like more memorable you know what i mean than just like <laughs> blah movie <laughs> yeah but you know it, it's an interesting thing so it was an interesting year uh and so I'm excited to go over our list. So uh, let's just dive in. We've got our top 10 lists for the season. And I'm going to start with my number 10. I have Christmas Joy. And I have to admit, I Christmas Joy is partly on here because I watched it with my mom. And it's one of the only ones I watched with family slash friends of the season. And we just had such a good time together watching it. Uh, which I think is a valid part of the whole experience of Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, <laughs> I have to admit, too, that the podcast that we did with Elisa from Best Forevers, when we just got started on the insanity of the cookie crawl and just dying laughing, and this was one of those ones that I think just sort of leaned into the silliness. It was just <laughs> ridiculous, and they just owned it and were funny. And I, I love Daniel, Daniel Panabaker. And, you know, I, I mean, I just love the fact that they ended up making like 300,000 cookies. Like, what? It was so bonkers. And, and uh, yeah, the cookie crawl was just so ridiculous that it was just, it was, it was, it was fun for me. And uh, so that's what I have at 10. So uh, what do you have, Amy, at 10? So my number 10 is Christmas at the Palace. Mm-hmm. I loved it so so much i love the skating aspect i thought it was so fun the little girl won me over it was just it was such a cute movie and i'm glad that um it's britney bristow i yeah mm-hmm. i'm saying that right right yeah britney bristow kind of got a love interest finally so it made me really happy <laughs> yeah yeah there were some things that irritated me about that movie but um but that i did love the whole britney bristow thing yeah that, it was so cute she made that movie like yeah. she really did when especially when he like 
takes her hand in the market or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's okay. <laughs> that was so cute. I like that. It's so adorable. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Very good pick. So, <laughs> uh, so Sam, what do you have at number 10? So my number 10 is reunited at Christmas. Mm, that was my 11. Um, Very close. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know. But, uh, so I like Nikki Deloach a lot. Yeah. I mean, she's amazing. But, it, you know, it's about grandma and, you know, reuniting with her family and trying to do all the Christmas, you know, traditions with grandma. And, you know, now, well, grandma passed, obviously. But it just made me happy. Yeah. And with my grandparents gone, you know, yeah. it's, it's well, and that one, a lot of memories. That one was, I wanted to have it on my list because I really appreciated that it tried something new because like how often do we get a story in Hallmark where somebody is really struggling with the idea of getting married and do they want to get married and, and uh, you know, they just want to stay dating, I guess, for a long time. Like yeah. I thought that was actually pretty interesting and pretty well done. And I thought they had pretty good chemistry uh it just yes i don't know i just the, the silliness of the cookie crawl does <laughs> i debate it so much <laughs> oh you guys are not gonna like what i think thought of that movie because <laughs> oh, no. it wasn't good <laughs> <Uh-oh. Yeah. laughs> so very good i like that we all have different picks uh so all right let's do our number nine and this ended up being surprisingly low for what it is. I'm sure, I bet you guys will have it higher. Um, I have a God Weeks Christmas at number nine. I know it's shocking, but I really did enjoy it. I, I thought, of course, that Paul Campbell and uh, Kimberly Sester were great and his, his true story. And it was so sweet. And I just really enjoyed it. And... I don't know why it ended up at number nine. It just did. And it was, but I even thought Kathy the Gifford was fun. I just really liked it. So, <laughs> and I hope they do more of the series because there's lots in the books, uh, the Godwings books, there's lots of really cool stories that they could share and do little, little Hallmark movies of. So yeah, it, it was, it was really cute. So Amy, what do you have at number nine? Number nine. This is like, kind of low i think but i have one calls the heart christmas Uh Christmas blessing it was super super cute but it definitely wasn't my favorite of all like the christmas specials and everything Uh um but i did really enjoy it i just like my only downfall of it is it felt like a pilot for something else for the spinoff yeah that's what it like that's what took it away from me that's why it's not like higher Mm -hmm. but i still loved it it was really cute and i want like baby jack is like my favorite thing ever now (laughs) it was really good we didn't even realize that those women were in the spinoff we didn't know going into Mm -hmm. it until we did our podcast and caroline informed us of that fact we're like oh good um no that might have distracted me a little bit more if i'd known that um but I don't know. You'll see it's it's coming up on my list. <laughs> so good pick. Uh, so Sam, what do you have at number nine? I have uh, Christmas at Grand Valley. Mm. I don't know who. One. I don't know who hired the kids, oh but gosh. they made that movie for me. They were so cute. And that one little boy. I mean, did he remind you of the kid from the Christmas Story? Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was so cute. It was, yeah, it uh, was so cute. I loved it. 
And that date was that uh, the 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 date they go on. That was one of the best parts of the whole Canada Christmas. It was so good. <laughs> when she says she worked on her hair for thirty minutes, yes, yeah, I laughed out loud for that. Because <laughs> you don't get that many dates in Hallmark. Like oddly enough, yeah. like usually it's just like people working together, or you know they're not like going on a date. And I so I that whole date sequence was just perfect and and to have a kiss at the end of the date like whoa uh yeah it it was real that's a good pick it was that one's right in my close for eight is christmas bells are ringing and i went into this not expecting to love it i don't know why it just looked kind of generic but i just really loved it i i mean it made me love a hallmark wedding which i normally hate hallmark weddings because i just i hate bridezillas i hate i just feel like it's like an excuse to be selfish and terrible because oh weddings are stressful no this like it was like an excuse to be extra loving and kind this wedding was just so the wedding was so everyone was so nice and so thoughtful (laughs) so i loved anything involving the relationship between her and her stepmom thought that was just in the wedding it was so good and even the little tour with moving the snowman was so cute and i know i just really enjoyed it i thought it was like yeah it was very formulaic but i thought it executed it all really well and i really enjoyed it even the ending with the santa on the boat and the the bells <laughs> ringers. I was like, yes this is great that's my number eight uh what about you amy for your number eight Okay, so my number eight is Christmas Joy because the cookie crawl is amazing and the most awesome thing on the planet. And, like, the whole thing was kind of ridiculous, but it was the best thing ever because I made so many cookies. And, yeah. yeah, It was was so good. Like, I love how they were, like... like casting shade upon the neighbor's cookie crawl with the yeah. chocolate chips. She's making chocolate chip cookies. Like that's a disgrace or something. Like it was great. I, I swear there were chocolate chip cookies like right there when they said exactly. that. It was so funny to me. And, yeah, it was great. I love the cookie crawl. I was like, what type of cookies are you making then that are so crazy, like better than chocolate chip? Like right. <laughs> yeah they had like i mean and all those cookies that they were making were for just that one house it wasn't even for the whole cookie crawl it was just for that one stop i'm like how many people live in this town (laughs) (laughs) they got my whole state of south carolina coming (laughs) it was so fun uh i do think that this season started stronger than it uh that like i was for the first like maybe even through thanksgiving i was like this is gonna be amazing and then there were like two weeks where it was like oh particularly there was one weekend where i didn't like any a single movie the whole weekend and so we reviewed uh, me and casey we reviewed christmas perfection because i was just like i'm gonna be i don't want to be grumpy goose the whole episode (laughs) (laughs) because i love it so much um so anyway (laughs) sam what's your number eight uh my number eight is a shoe addict's christmas oh so good so funny gene smart in that movie was just hilarious 
And of course, um, my wife has a crush on Luke McFarland, so oh. you know, seeing her smile is always a good thing. But just so funny. Yeah, very good it. choice. Much higher up on my list. So, <laughs> <laughs> very good. All right. Uh, so my number seven is Christmas in Evergreen Letters to Santa. So this one is just like Christmas insanity, Christmas, 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 and just like the best cast to ever exist. Um, you've got Andrew Francis, Jill Wagner, Holly Robinson P, like the list, Barbara Nivens in it, like the list just keeps going. And I liked all of those sort of the little romances and I liked the bigger romance. And I liked the fact that like, it wasn't just about their romance, but he had to like deal with relationship with his dad and uh, and some of the issues that they had i liked that i thought that um uh, i liked her the fact that her and andrew francis were just sort of friends uh, you know that like that was kind of a unique relationship and i mean yeah like the shenanigans with redoing the store were ridiculous <laughs> but i was fine with that i didn't mind that at all and i just I, they had had a couple of the most epic near kisses that were hilarious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was like, Whoa. and uh, so I don't know. I just I really enjoyed it. So, uh, so Amy, what do you have at number seven? Um, I have a question. Is does Midnight Kiss count? Yep. Okay, then my number seven is a Midnight Kiss. Ah, I think. I got to live tweet this one too. And I think that Adeline, Adeline, Ad, yeah, Adeline Kane and Carlos Penavega had like, even they're either amazing actors or they have such good chemistry uh-huh. and throughout the movie they built, like I could feel the relationship and like the tension building. Yeah. And I don't feel that in a lot of Hallmark movies where like you could tell, like there was a little flirty period and then a little bit like to the end where like there's literally fireworks when they kiss. <laughs> and I, I just ended up really, really loving it. And I wasn't expecting to love it. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's mm-hmm. kind of like the last one, you know, people forget about it, but no, it ended yeah. up being so good. It had an amazing cast. Ava was great in it too. And oh, it was just okay. adorable. I loved it. Yeah. I thought that it was good. I think that both the Penavegas did their own movies this year. Cause I think they were both able to shine. Cause I, yeah. I thought that he was really the star of that movie as opposed to the female lead usually the star in Hallmark. I felt like Carlos was the, the lead, the true lead. And, um, and he was very charismatic. I agree. I agree. With oh, you. Yeah. He, he did a good job. So, uh, very good. Uh, so, Sam, what do you have at the number seven? So I have Northern Lights of Christmas. Ah. Number seven? Ah, yep. Um, another great movie. I mean, but the whole reindeer escaping and they can't figure out how or why. I thought that was <laughs> funny. And I got to know, if you own a reindeer and it interrupts a airline or an airport, yeah. I mean, do they really get fined, the owners? Yes. I, I yes. got to look that up really it, yeah if wow. you're if there is something that is blocking an air like a it's it's like a federal thing <laughs> like you will get a fine so like if your car or like your boat or something is on an airway you can get a fine <laughs> the only thing that wow. would have made the whole reindeer because that was absolutely adorable love that if they had been santa's reindeer yes that uh, would have been yeah. 
yeah. That, I was honestly, like, I thought that's yeah. what, the way it was going. Yeah. yeah. But um, I have an uncle who used to own a farm in Idaho and his horses used to get out and he'd get fines all the time because they there was a small airport <laughs> near him and the horses would somehow end up on the airstrip and like oh it was only like cargo planes like packages and stuff so like it wasn't as bad as if it was a passenger plane but yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that really took me a while to warm up to. I was really like, oh, the first 30 minutes. I'm like, this is so slow to me. And I felt like he was such a jerk. Like, what is his problem? Like, why can't he be more supportive when his when her uncle did this thing to help her to get the plane? Like, that's why he gave it to her. I don't know. He was just being such a grump. But <laughs> something happened. It's true. Something happened where all of a sudden I kind of got one over to it. I think it was really when, when they did the, uh, the, the lights on those. They did that. The whole tree lighting outside sequence was very well done. And I think, uh, and the, yeah, the reindeer was so cute. And the final kiss in that movie was great. It was mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, and Ashley, she's just a delight. So uh, it's She a, has it's reindeer thing. experience. She... Oh, Oh, that's yeah. right, because of Santa, uh, of um, snow. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So a good pick. Very good pick. All right. So we're at number six. So my number six uh, is probably going to be the only one to have it. I, I have Last Vermont Christmas. I really connected with this movie. I thought that I really felt like I could relate to the whole family, even to the like little things. They have this like cooking competition. My family, one of the most iconic things we ever did in my family was have these big cooking competitions where we would spend the whole summer literally planning these things and planning these menus. And, and it was a very, very positive experience and a very memorable experience. And, uh, and then like, just the way that they interacted as siblings, I really related to, and I could, I felt like I could sort of pick each one of my siblings, especially my sisters in with this family. And so that's why I connected with it. And I thought that Erin Cahill was so good. I just, I've just grown to really love her this season uh, in this. And then also in hometown uh, Christmas um, lifetime uh, that she's great in that and i just really like her i think she's really good i thought she had pretty good chemistry and there were some nice moments like when she was in the in the carriage like talking about how hard it was for her to be open again you know to this experience after being hurt um uh, i don't know i just found it really satisfying and i really related to the family and uh i liked them as a couple so I have, that's what I have at number six is last for my Christmas. Uh, what about you, Amy? Uh, I have a shoe addicts Christmas because it's uh, Candace Cambray did so good. Jean, Jean smart did amazing. And it was like so whimsical. And so like, it was like kind of the only like magic kind of based movie really. Right. And it, it just made me so happy. Um, also the shoes were all fantastic. Let me say. As a I was extremely happy with all the shoes. Yeah, it was so fun. Very good pick. Uh, all right, Sam, what's your number six? I have Christmas in Evergreen, Letters to Santa. Yeah, good pick. I mean, there's just so many storylines in that yeah. movie. I mean, and it's not just focused on them. I mean, you got the mystery with the key and what does it go to? And, uh, and then whenever the bells started ringing, like everybody like kind of perked up and yeah. listened and it was a good moment i really liked it 
there's like so much Christmas and I, I almost even forget about the keys. There's the keys. And then there was the, yeah. that red truck is just so amazing. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so very good pick. All right. So we're at number five already. Wow. So my number five is when calls the heart, the greatest Christmas blessing. This might be my favorite episode or anything I've seen of When Calls the Heart. I'm not sure. Like, it's been so long since I've seen the other Christmas. It's certainly an improvement over last year, in my opinion, as far as... And I just... I Maybe because some of the choices they made last season uh, left a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't think it was handled very well. Um, and... I don't know. I just thought that this was so well executed. I enjoyed all the plot. Having Gowan read to little Millie was the cutest thing I've ever seen. I I liked uh, pretty much even the Bill subplot was fun with him making that pudding. And <laughs> I, I liked Clara uh, <laughs> and uh, Jesse going to the Nutcracker. That was cute. I... <laughs> I was just like, how do you not know the Nutcracker's a ballet? Okay, sorry. Anyway. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. These are woodsy, small-town people here. Amy. I know, but if she asked to go, like, she talked about it, shouldn't she have said some point, like, dancing or something? So he would have, like, yeah. like, was he paying attention when she talked about it? Probably like- not. No. <laughs> this is Jesse. We're talking about here. Man, a boy. Man, a few words. Uh, but I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. I thought that uh, it just was very, I liked all the singing in it, the orphan singing, and it was very Christmassy. And I, I just, it, I thought it was very well done. So I have that at number five. Uh, Amy, what do you have at five? At number five, I have a Godwink Christmas. Very I, nice. I really enjoyed the story. And Paul Campbell and Kimberly Seston did an amazing job. I think they have an amazing chemistry. Um, and I, I just, I like the story so much and I just thought that it was funny because in the story it felt so much like, okay, we're going here and then we're going to go back this we're going to go and we're going to flip flop back and forth like so much to the two different places wherever they were. Um, and also I love that because Giles Panton was in it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And he, he is my favorite, like wrong boyfriend. Well, yeah. And he just was the king of christmas this year like unbelievable five movies in one christmas <laughs> like wow yeah <laughs> and he wasn't a jerk in all of them one he was a super jerk <laughs> but then <laughs> the rest <laughs> he was a really nice guy but um but anyway number five <laughs> so number five i have road to christmas oh so good uh, uh, it really was. Um, well, I, I mean, I'm a fan of One Tree Hill, so that was pretty cool, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Even though he didn't get to be in the reunion movie a lifetime, but whatever. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but my favorite part is whenever the brother, I forget his name, where he stands up in the sleigh and he does the uh, Merry Christmas, the oh, old yeah. farmhouse from like It's a Wonderful right. Life. That's one of my all-time mm-hmm. favorite yeah. movies. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was funny. And I, I'm glad that they got the tension really out of the way early and it became like a road trip, you know, yeah. figuring it out. That was pretty yeah. good. So, yeah, that yeah. was so, so good. Even though they have no idea what a wide elephant gift exchange is, <laughs> it was right. still really good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> your mom's the queen of Christmas and you don't know what a white elephant. <laughs> yeah, like, what is going on here? Uh, so very good. All right. So my number four is, uh, my number four is it's Christmas Eve. And I just thought that Tyler Hines and Leanne Rimes had such great chemistry. I thought he is just between this and falling for you. He is just, I'm in love with him. He has won me over. Oh yeah. He is so sexy and so great. And I don't know, like aside from the fact that her job was just like, I don't understand it. Like, why is she a traveling superintendent? What is that? Aside from that, everything else was really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really liked. I really liked all of the uh, all of the moments, uh, the cute moments, and I liked uh, her getting that uh, the rest of her song from her dad written for her and her having that ex you know like that was done really well i think and i don't know just it's just a really cute a little christmas movie i like the fact that the script was very meta and was sort of commenting on meet cutes and rom-com mm -hmm. tropes and stuff like that was really fun tracy did a great job with that script and uh so yeah that's what i have at number four so what about you amy um, for my number four, I have a veteran's Christmas. Uh -huh. I, uh, I, I just adored it. I thought that, well, first off, like all of my top 10, the two main, the, the actor and actress that were the main leads did amazing together. They had such cute chemistry. It was so cute that the family was getting so involved in like, oh, you know, this is a single woman and she's a veteran and, you know, yeah. maybe you should, yeah, yeah. pay more yeah. attention. Also, the dogs made that movie. Oh, so so um, definitely when Christmas the dog showed up at the end, I was there, I like my eyes were no, there was so many tears. It was a river. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that one was a little even for Hallmark. It was a little too cheesy for me, but I totally get all those moments. Were really cute. I yeah, I liked both dogs. They were so adorable. Uh, I'm a major dogs. I'm a major sap when it comes to Labradors. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see why. Uh, all right, what about uh, you, what about you, Sam? What's your next pick? So number four, I have a Godwink Christmas. Mm. Um, yeah, and quite honestly, I had no idea that Kathy Lee Gifford was an actress. I thought she was just a talk show host. <laughs> yeah. I mean, coming me stupid, I don't know. But I thought she was great as the aunt. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Paul Campbell, he's one of my favorites. And he did wonderful. And then the little sound effect, the little bling that they would do every time something was getting ready to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really cute. And the fact that it's based on a true story. Yeah. You know, it's it was beautiful. I really liked it. It was it was really good, very good. All right, so my number three, we're in our final three. This is so exciting. My number three is a majestic Christmas, and I going into this, I thought it looked super lame, I'm like oh, these people going back to this country, and it just looked lame. But I thought, first of all, it started out absolutely hilarious. I was dying laughing with her, like stealing from, like him thinking she was stealing from Santa was hilarious. Um, I really liked that. <laughs> And then I, uh, and then I don't know. I just felt like their relationship grew very organically. I like the fact that both of them were like business, like 
appropriate to each other you know like there were like she she was like well i'm hired to do this job i may not agree with what your choices is but i'm still gonna do it like a responsible person i uh you know like there was a little bit at the end where he was being a brat but it was so short that i didn't mind it and uh and even then she sold it when she was up in her room like crying i was like this could be so obnoxious in so many other but she was great and um just like they nailed certain scenes like i loved the dancing outside was so good i you know it was like really like choreographed like this is dancing it was so romantic i thought i loved that and like i loved crazy brett i think his name was like it was like insane (laughs) That was hilarious. It was um, Barry. It was Barry. A Barry. <laughs> I watched that one yesterday. Barry <laughs> was so funny. I wanted to just die laughing. And I thought they were both so great. And I thought that her parents were great. And it was a, I thought it was very romantic. And I just really liked it. So uh, that's what I have at three. Uh, what about you, Amy? Uh, for number three, I have a Small Town Christmas. Ah. And I, this, this movie so much related like to my family life. Uh Um, and Christopher Palaha, um, I always thought there was something about him, but when I saw him in this movie, he reminds me so much of my father, Mm. like so, so much because this is the same story as my dad's life. My dad was in college and there was a child, his sister's son which is my I consider my older brother but um so like it's this very similar to what happened in my family um and with my dad and Christopher Plaha reminded me so much of my father that this movie it made me cry um and it just reminded me just of so much and I I'm hoping for a sequel Mm because it just reminded me of you know my dad taking care of I consider my older brother even though he's technically my cousin um taking care of my older brother and then my mom coming into the fold and you know helping to take care of him and and everything like that and then I came along and I had my parents and I had this cool older brother even though he calls Mm -hmm. my parents uncle and aunt but to me he's my older brother and I'm his baby sister and it's just yeah it it was so much like my family yeah minus the bookstore um (laughs) but it just it made me very emotional and yeah, yeah it was it was amazing to me that is really cool i love that it's kind of like me in last vermont uh, yeah so it, like the flaws that other people saw i didn't see because i was just connecting with it on an emotional level mm-hmm. very good I, yeah i really enjoyed small town christmas too i thought in his his attempt to sort of channel jimmy stewart i thought totally worked he was great and I loved like the little uh the way he categorized his bookstore was hilarious like that was my favorite <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah it was charming uh i good that's a very very good thing uh, how tall is christopher palaha anybody know i think like super tall just, it, yeah because it seems like he has to hunch over in every scene it just looks uncomfortable but i, I love him <laughs> I that's why he guy. works well with Man, so jill tall. wagner is because jill's very tall too <laughs> she's very tall but she's still in heels like <laughs> six two he's six two he seems taller than that oh, no yeah he he's really does that. but but maybe just the hallmark women are very short i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but according to the internet that's how tall he is 
<laughs> who asked him that though? I'm wondering, like, what did he put that on a resume or something, or like, did someone ask? How tall are you, Jill I'm Wagner? No, you could just look it up. You just look up actress tall, Jill Wagner tall. It says five eight. She's five oh, so eight. She's pretty tall. Yeah, but like, tall. how does that get on the internet? Does someone go up and measure that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like if he did a movie with Candace, mm-hmm. <laughs> he'd be in trouble because she's five Why? two. She's, five <laughs> two. <laughs> she's a foot shorter. Than he is. Yeah, anyway, but you see the heels she wears. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that was a really oh. good pick. All right, uh, Sam. What's your number three? So my number three is a veteran's Christmas. Oh, um, I, I just, I relate to it. You know, one, I love dogs. I have my Merlin around here somewhere. He's hiding from me, but then, uh, you know, my son's in the air force and, and I worry, you know, as soon as he gets out, if you got to have the same feeling like he's lost kind of like her, but then she found her way. And, uh, so, uh, I'm just, you know, I worry about him and that makes me think of him and what's going to happen after he leaves the military. And it just really connected with me. I really loved it. Yeah, it was such a sweet movie. Just very, yeah. very sweet. So I can see why. I mean, he smiled. He smiled a lot in that movie. He was yeah. really happy in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, and they had. But, you I, tell, but I also. You can tell they worked together before the couple, Eloise uh, and um, yeah. Sean, because they just had such good chemistry. It was very effortless. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say because they were in that Christmas. Christmas with Holly. Holly. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. And I, they were good in that movie too. Yeah. But very, very good. Uh, very good. All right. So my number two and my number one and number two, I both gave perfect scores to. So it's like, how do you even decide? Like one of my rare, I only gave out four perfect scores this year in total. And, uh, and so my number two is Shoe Addicts Christmas. I loved this. I thought not only all the things we've already said, how funny Gene Smart is a treasure. Uh, the shoes were so fun. All that, Luke McFarlane is, is a dreamboat. All that is true. But I also think that the overall message of the movie was really great. I loved the idea of her going back through different key choices in her life and her seeing how she could have taken a risk and she failed to take the risk and what sort of the repercussions of not taking that risk were. And so that when she's come kind of coming back to regular life, she says she has the chance to say, okay, I'm not just going to be doing this blah life where she's just sort of settled for this job and settled for, uh, you know, not going to, to dinner with, you know, Luke at the beginning of the movie or not getting together with her dad or she just kind of settled for how things are. Uh, and, and instead she's going to take leaps of faith. She's going to try things. She's going to step out of her comfort zone. That was to me the main message of the movie. And I thought it was really sweet and I really enjoyed it in addition to all those other good things. So I, I just thought this is how it's done. This mm-hmm. is what a Hallmark movie is. <laughs> and so, yeah, I have it at number two. Uh, so, Amy, what do you have at number two? My number two is Road to Christmas. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved this movie. Yeah. The just 
the brothers made it. Like the brothers were such a great part of this movie. (laughs) I loved the road trip aspect and that like she was picking up those brothers and take them with her and like just at the end. And I want a sequel. (laughs) I want a sequel so bad because it was just awesome. And I feel like every year it can just be like the three brothers and her in random situations throughout the country and like throughout each movie they can eat add like a girlfriend for each brother or something yeah. to add in and yeah. like yeah it just yeah <laughs> i think that's a great idea i'm totally for a sequel i loved it so very good choice all right sam what's your number two my number two is christmas everlasting oh um, yeah, so I've had a huge crush on Tatiana Ali since The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Right. And seeing her in a Hallmark movie was like, you know, Hallmark's gift to me. <laughs> and <laughs> um, uh, just the fact, you know, I, cr- I was crying in the first 10 minutes. I'm a man, you know, so I'm secure in my masculinity to say I cried during that movie. I mean, her reaction when she hears about her sister and then going back and realizing all the stuff she missed and who was Maeve and so there's a mystery there and it just yeah it touched me and then whenever her friends her sister's friends finally took her in and decided to change the name of the, the knitting group and uh-huh. uh it was just it was good i just enjoyed it Tatiana Lee was very i thought she did a great job with those emotional moments like when she yeah. was feeling guilty for uh, when she admits that she didn't want to see uh robert whatever his name was she didn't want to see him anymore because she reminded her of the fact that that them being together caused this accident for her sister and how she felt all this guilt about that and and uh she was i thought those moments really worked and there were a lot of really funky moments in the like really silly that i loved like the whole uh that ice hut was just the best <laughs> i want to be at that ice hut <laughs> ice fishing hut that was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who takes the time to decorate that for christmas yeah he, he even had like a full christmas tree it was great yeah <laughs> that's good and that was definitely the most like it's such a hallmark version of a lawyer to be like, <laughs> like how is he a lawyer like he spent all this time at the ice rink and then at the ice hut and (laughs) like what's going on he was great and uh, i also loved the real estate guy (laughs) there's like feet on the desk and he's like the most over the top villain such a jerk (laughs) like i think they need to have a movie just to switch things up they need to have a movie a Hallmark movie with a well-meaning community activist uh, condo designer. It's <laughs> like they're like, help everybody out. <laughs> Who's the villain in that story, though? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, you have to like the well-meaning condo designer would have to have like some horrible boss. I think I'd say. <laughs> horrible boss who like wanted them to i don't know maybe be kind of like kiss at pine lake you know where there's like he works for the like you can get brendan elliott to come back and reprise his role 
from Kiss of Pine Lake. Because <laughs> have you have you ever seen Kiss of Pine Lake, Sam? That's a, that's a summer camp, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Brendan Elliot yep. in that movie. He like comes out in the forest and he's like, "Who? What are all these trees?" <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny. But anyway, I, I think it can be done. I challenge all my homework writer friends. Make a well-meaning, kind condo developer. It will be great. Um, <laughs> but good pick. All right. So we're at our number ones. This is very exciting. Drum roll. All right. My number one. I can't do a drum roll. <laughs> my number one is Road to Christmas. We've already oh. talked about it a lot. Uh, but yes. what I appreciated the most about this movie is that like a lot of times in Christmas movies, not just Hallmark movies, but Christmas movies, you have dysfunctional families that are very over the top dysfunctional. Like something like the family stone, you know, where people are like, there's a lot of slapstick and there's all these shenanigans and that can be fun. I, I don't have a problem with that, but I really related to the type of dysfunction that they showed in this family. Like the fact that they just sort of, they just didn't communicate well. they lost touch with each other. And they all loved each other, but they were just super different. And they, had a, they had a hard time communicating with each other because they're so different, but you still love each other. And I, cause I can relate to that a lot. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I thought pretty much, I mean, that emotion at the end when she sees all of her sons again, that was totally worked. I, it's like a bonkers Hallmark movie where people are excited to work over Christmas. <laughs> like, what is going on right i kept saying that i feel like you know that the assistant that she has at the beginning of the movie i need to have the hallmark movie about her and about how her her boss is making her work on christmas that would be great um but i love jesse schramm i think she's so great i don't think she's made uh, a really a terrible hallmark movie yet i think hers are usually really good and i thought that uh I really liked the kiss. Like it was, you know, like his mom is like right there filming. Oh. She's like, goes for she it. She bangs like, the pot. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Mom's just kind of like, uh, that was great. And I, I don't know, just really, I really loved it. I, I loved all of the brothers were amazing. And there's some diversity and a maybe gay character. <laughs> like as close as we got which is very exciting um i don't know i just loved it i thought it was just very well done zach hug did a great job with that script and i'm very excited that he's in the hallmark family mm -hmm. and to see what he'll do in upcoming films and uh, so that's my number one so amy big moment what's your number one my number one is it's christmas eve oh it's so good. oh my goodness i think tyler hines has won everyone's heart at this point um with like he did two fantastic movies this year and just the story it it just like it just like made my heart so happy i don't know why and leanne rhymes was fantastic i didn't even know she like she was a great like acting in it and it just yeah it made me happy <laughs> It's so good. It's not a good review. <laughs> no, it's so good. I agree. And like his daughter, I loved mm -hmm. her. I had huge hair envy of hers, first of all, but she was great. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I good. just loved it. It was a very good pick. 
Very good. Little point. girl, like, oh, by the way, you're going to sing with Leanne Rhymes. Like, yeah. <laughs> little girl, what is your reaction to that? Like, <laughs> well, I liked the fact that there were so many different singers. Like, I, mm-hmm. it, like she could have just been like the huge singing hog, but she wasn't. Uh, and like, I liked the whole, the mayor's son when he got up there you know he's like super nervous to sing and then he gets up there. i forget he had a weird name but yeah. he gets up there and he sings and he totally did great it was amazing and uh yeah and giles panton is in that oh he's in that one too yeah. see oh my he, gosh that man <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he needs a break <laughs> he needs a vacation <laughs> yeah so all right sam big moment what's your number one my number one is once upon a christmas miracle oh uh, yeah somebody uh, need, i'm glad somebody I mean, had that in their list because it's a sweet movie yeah i mean i was on the edge of like tearing up like the entire movie and you know and it's another based on a true story uh i don't know man yeah <laughs> i, I yeah. just really liked it I watched it again today. It's like the third time I've watched it. Yeah. I mean, and like, he's like, oh, you don't owe me anything. And she doesn't know how to, how to, you know, pay him back. And well, you know, they get yeah. married. So, <laughs> <This is laughs> so, yeah. so I guess, uh, I guess, yeah, I guess you're yeah. paying him back a lot, you know? Like, hey, I made yeah. your dinner. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It was very sweet. Did you get to see that, Amy? Yes, I did. I cried like a baby <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, right. Very good. Well, let's go over our picks and then we'll each give our two that we weren't as crazy about and I'll explain why. Um, so my list is Christmas Joy at number 10, Christmas Bells Are Ringing at 9, Christmas in Evergreen, Letters to Santa at 8, Last Vermont Christmas at 7, when Calls the Heart, uh, The Greatest Christmas Blessing at 6, I have It's Christmas Eve at 5, Majestic Christmas at four. Uh, let's see, did I skip one? Oh, sorry. It's um, it's Christmas Eve at four, uh, and then Majestic Christmas at three, and then Shuax Christmas at two, and The Road to Christmas at one. So, Amy, what's your list? So I have Christmas at the Palace at 10, When Calls the Heart, The Greatest Christmas Blessing at nine, Christmas Joy at eight, A Midnight Kiss at seven, A Shoe Addict's Christmas at six, A Godwink's Christmas at five, A Veteran's Christmas as number four, Small Town Christmas as number three, Road to Christmas as number two, and It's Christmas Eve at number one. Very good. All right, Sam, what's your list? Again. Uh, number 10, Reunited at Christmas. Number nine was Christmas at Grand Valley. Eight, Shoe Addict's Christmas. Number seven, Northern Lights of Christmas. Number six, Christmas in Evergreen, Letters to Santa. Number five was Road to Christmas. Number four, uh, Godwink's Christmas. Uh, number three, A Veteran's Christmas. Two, Christmas Everlasting. And number one, Once Upon a Christmas Miracle. Very good. All right. Well, so there were my two lowest rated. Uh, there was only one that there was only one that I truly disliked, and I, I think Amy really liked this movie, so you, we're probably going to fight, but <laughs> <It's okay>. um, <laughs> the, the, I did not like Return to Christmas Creek. Uh, I, I didn't like 
any of the family drama. I thought it was really just contrived and just i didn't like it i felt like the whole resolution of it like the the fact supposedly these people are going to be able to work together now like was ridiculous like forget it um the whole idea that like he didn't recognize her when he has like her whole room made up and like ready and she's he's waiting for her was weird at first i was like is he blind like i thought maybe his character was blind it was so weird um and then i just i thought the movie was super judgmental towards her character especially most of it was just at the very beginning but it really turned me off from the whole film the fact that like they're so they're so like turn up their noses at her app when like the whole thing that we get in christmas movies is that like we're too commercialized we're Mm -hmm. spending too much time like over commercializing christmas here's an app that's literally trying to save you from that commercialization (laughs) and make it easier for you like yeah it probably is bonkers and wouldn't work in real life but like if you just accept it for it actually could exist then like it's actually a really like they were treating it like she wasn't very Christmassy when in fact she's actually very Christmassy. Like she's actually like trying to to take away some of that commercialization. So that irritated me. And then the way that like it really annoyed me because her family celebrated Christmas early, but she did celebrate Christmas with her mm-hmm. parents. She did. And and like there's nothing wrong with celebrating christmas you don't have to celebrate it on the day like there's nothing in the whole like especially her assistant at work was like turning up her no- their nose at, at her like how could you go to turks and caicos what is wrong with you you horrible person and i'm like oh my gosh she literally had their tradition with the smorgasbord whatever that they do she was with her parents there was a tree she was celebrating christmas like she's not as like not anti-christmas at all and i I just it really irritated me the way i felt the movie was super judgmental of her character and i'm like she's not a bad person she's like actually a really good person and yeah so that that irritated me and so i just didn't like the movie there were some cute moments between her and steven hussar that kind of made Mm -hmm. it better but that's why i didn't like it so see I took that as when people were freaking out, like, oh, you're going to be in Turks and Caicos. I took that as they thought, like, wait, you're going to be alone on Christmas. I didn't think that as, like, oh, you're traveling at Christmas. Because even her boyfriend breaks up with her. And and it's like, how, why didn't you have this conversation months before when yeah. you're buying the tickets and planning? And this is something she's done four or five years in a Year. row. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's some just, I don't know. It's, so, <laughs> it's just like... like stop being so but my feeling was like stop being so judgy about how different people celebrate christmas like you people can celebrate it however they want as long as they're celebrating it that's the important thing and uh so i and maybe it just sort of it it hit home to me because i always celebrate christmas early with my parents (laughs) that's like literally me except for i don't get to go to turks and caicos and uh and so i don't know i felt maybe like the movie was was specifically criticizing me and how i celebrate christmas i'm like forget you movie. Um, and, uh, um because my parents are usually out of town uh because they're visiting one of my other siblings and which they were this year and so we celebrated actually the beginning of christmas the beginning of december and it doesn't matter as long as you celebrate it it's yeah. fine so anyway but that was my that's why the movie rubbed me the wrong way 
Uh, but it wasn't like it didn't take me to like dark place like perfect christmas present last year it wasn't awful i didn't hate it but it was just just uh, but anyway that's my least favorite and then i guess my second least favorite was memories of christmas just because it was so bland thought it was bland miss bland 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 um i i thought christine milian was was good but everybody else in the story and just i thought it was the most bland 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 so <laughs> i don't even remember that one yeah so. that's right yep so bland uh, but uh, amy what do you, what were the two that you didn't care for okay so my bottom one is and i don't even know if i consider this just but christmas on honeysuckle lane uh-huh that movie i could not keep my eyes open like it was so like i felt like it was so sad and not in like a message type of way it was just uh-huh. sad and i kept falling asleep and i wasn't tired it was like noon okay <laughs> and i was falling asleep and even my mom was like this is so dull is this done yet like and it had a good cast though but i was like i just i don't get it like i just can't do this anymore so yeah it's just i, I couldn't it. i couldn't finish it or we finished it we didn't see pieces in the middle but it was yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so then my second one was reunited at christmas i mm-hmm. really i, Wait I watched a minute <laughs> yeah and i wanted to like it so much because i know you guys interview you interviewed the writer mm-hmm. um but I just couldn't stand her character. I just mm. couldn't. I was like, girl, you guys have been together for a year and marriage hasn't come up. Like, well, it had come up. Relationship it is, is this? Like, I think it had come up, but they had just come to an agreement that they weren't going to get married. And so he thought, oh, she's going to be delighted by the surprise whereas like, like she she obviously wasn't a person so it was a communication error then because <laughs> he thought like oh this isn't happening and she, he's like oh yeah we're getting married like i was like what and also i'm like you guys are adults yeah like, the fact that they, like the fact that they especially with her parents being divorced like the mm-hmm. fact that she was like pretending to her family well, that was bonkers yeah that I was, was bonkers like, that? but i just and appreciate- also, like the Christmas star, I was like, oh, wow, we have to find grandma's Christmas star. Or was it, was that the star or was it the recipe? I can't remember. Was it both? It was the star. Uh, yeah, it was the star. Yeah. I was like, okay, wow, the, the star is missing. And oh my goodness, I just, I, maybe I don't have a heart or whatever. I was just like, this is so dull and boring and people just need to talk to each other. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I can see that. I, I can. I, I appreciated that they were trying something different. So maybe I gave it uh I gave See, it a little more than than uh My thing is I feel like these actors mm-hmm. are a little bit older and what happened with their relationship is something I'd expect from someone my age in their 20s, mm-hmm. not someone who's gone through life a little bit more. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's an interesting point. I could so, see that. I'd expect one of my friends this to happen to be like they've been together for a year oh let's get married we're still in college what is going on not 
you guys are in your thirties, like you should have communication kind of figured out a little bit more than someone who's in their 20, like 21. So yeah, yeah. that's a fair point. I mean, for somebody who's, who's uh, approaching 38 very rapidly and single, I, I probably would wouldn't be like, let's wait longer to get married. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't, but hey, everyone's different. <laughs> um, interesting. So Sam, what do you have? Which ones didn't work for you? Okay. Now, I'm not going to say these were horrible movies, right? but they didn't sit well with me. So the first time, or the first one was uh, the Blake Shelton movie, Time for Me to Come oh, Home for Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First off, so I know Heath is a, a huge superstar country singer, whatever, right. but you're telling me the guy can't order a plane ticket? I mean, <laughs> what did he do before he became a country star? I mean, he, he's he never upset. <laughs> He's upset because he has to sit and coach. Um, it's ridiculous. But then, but then they finally get to her house, you know, and they're having their financial issues with the nut butter company, and she wants to do the candy bars, all that kind of stuff. And so Heath, who happens to be there while they're, you know, the dad and the daughter are uh, airing out their oh, dirty laundry. Yeah, that part was the worst. You know? Yeah, he's like, hey. I would like to invest in your company. And it's not even like, hey, I'll give you a loan. Or here, just take the money. It's, yeah. I would like to invest. And right. she turns around like, oh, I thought how, you had faith in me. Yeah, how dare you? Get out you? of my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you're, you're evil. How yeah. dare you want to yeah. save our company and invest with us? Yeah. I was like, oh. And like, so that was cringeworthy. And saving your business by candy bar sales is the stupidest idea I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Yeah. Your last name is Hershey's and you're going to be able to do this? Like, are you crazy? Like, what? Yeah. Why don't you just, like, why don't you just invest in cola while you're at it? That's yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like, oh, we're going to have to fire so many people because we got to bring in automated machines, but I'm not going to take your money and save their job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you like didn't even need the conflict. That, that was the thing about that movie. To no. Me. Like, you didn't need that conflict. Like, literally just the weather. That was yeah. all the conflict you needed. I mean, yeah. that movie, it won me Getting over because... The, I did think all the little stops along the way were super cute. I loved that family in Joplin was so adorable. Mm-hmm. And I loved the, the, that, that couple, the, the roamers, they were so fun. Yeah. And the, yeah. So each of the stops along the way and I thought they had pretty good chemistry. So I, I enjoyed it, but I can totally, yeah, I thought that that part was like, blah. So I, yeah. <laughs> did you have uh, another that, that was not your favorite? Uh, yeah, well, okay, so this is another one. It was a good movie up until this part. Ah. But, um, Christmas, Christmas in Love. Okay. So, it, you know, first off, you know, I'm excited. It takes place in Missouri, and that's where I was born and raised. Like, finally, a Missouri <laughs> movie. Yeah. You know, so I'm all excited. But then, <laughs> so she's making the wreath, you know, makes, uh, I forget what the character name. And people are going to hate me because this is the Daniel Listing movie. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter but, to me, but Daniel yeah, and Brooke. Yeah. So, yeah. So she makes him a wreath and she drops by his cabin. <laughs> that was a cringing <laughs> Yeah. So he's not there, but the door is open for some reason and she bumps it open. So um, I know there's crime in Missouri. So leaving the door <laughs> open or whatever is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so she 
she decides, you know, hello, no, no one's here. I'm going to walk in anyway. Yeah. All right. So she walks in, puts the wreath down, all nice and sweet, bumps his laptop, and then sees the plan for, again, for the company to go automated. He's already decided, you know, he, that he made a huge mistake. But no, she's going to look at this. She's going to go and tell her dad. And they're going to tell everybody at the company, you know. Yeah. And he, he, he walks in and is like, oh, crap. She was here and she saw the plans. I need to go, you know, write this. I got you know, to go correct this error. She, he gets to his house and the dad's like, she doesn't want to talk to you. So you just need to leave, you know, get out, you know, type of thing. And he's like, I just want to tell her what's going on. Yeah. And so he leaves. And then finally, you know, he's getting the cold shoulder. People are booing him. And he's like, oh, great. So he has to go up on stage because that's the only way to get everybody to listen to him. Right. He gets up there, tells him his plan. All of a sudden, everybody's cheering. And the biggest thing that irked me the most is not one person apologized for being an a-hole to him. Right. The girl never came up. Of course not. Said, oh, my gosh, I am so sorry. You know, I saw your plans (laughs) and I should have just went to you and communicated. You know, the dad never came. The the dad comes up and he's like, hey, you did good here, kid. Like, what? Right. You just kicked him out of your house. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you can treat treat a bad man of business as badly as you want. Like, they are steeped in business. And they're just, they yeah. need to be reformed. And so therefore, uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I mean, I did like the Kringles. I mean, it was just, they started, this was yeah. a season of Kringles. You know, they were mentioned yeah. two or three other movies. Mm-hmm. And I got to try a Kringle. It was very exciting. I got one from my friend <laughs> for her Christmas. And I'm like, oh, so almond flavored. It was delicious. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that one and those, the idea that she's going to make her big break on the wreath is, wreath. is yeah. ridiculous. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then she doesn't put on a hair cover whenever she goes in. She's making him get all this stuff on, the hair wig, and she walks in with her hair hanging down to her, you know, right. the middle of yeah. her back. And then the fact people treated him like crap, not realizing, oh, this guy's going to be our boss. Maybe an apology would be nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get that, it. I get it. I didn't hate it. It was one in the middle for me, but but I totally, yeah, that was a very cringy scene when she sees the thing on the computer. Yeah. Oh, no. But, how, uh, many, <laughs> how many Hallmark movies can be solved by someone just asking a question? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, All <of> honestly. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah. You ask one question and get an answer and talk to the person and it's it's all good. Yeah. And we can have the kiss 20 minutes earlier. That's why I like, like something like in a majestic they had that whole like how dare you kind of thing which was annoying, but it was so short. It was like boom, we're done. And he admitted he admitted like he was acting like a jerk. And so I uh, you know, it's like that's the way to deal with it. If you're going to have that kind of liar reveal, like you have to do it kind of like that, I think. To make it work otherwise like i the thing i didn't like about christmas at grand valley was the whole like oh is she going to like the whole conflict was so dumb like if she can like have her they've just started dating like you're just barely like starting to date like you can go do your exhibit and then like keep dating and then like you're not married like what oh, it's so dumb to me but anyway so but I did really enjoy, like I said, the date. I enjoyed it overall. But those are certainly some good, good stinkers, uh, or less good <laughs> movies. 
Um, okay. Well, before we go, we'll end on a high note because I did pull all of our, uh, all of our uh, listeners uh, as far as what their favorites were. And uh, we got lots and lots of responses from, and almost every single movie had, was on somebody's top five. It was kind of amazing. <laughs> and so there's something for everybody at Hallmark. That's what's exciting. And this, yes. I want to say this year, I saw the biggest variety of people liking different things. Yeah. Based on like the two previous years I've seen. I saw pe- someone, there was a little bit of something for everything this year, for everyone this year. Yeah. And like I said, there wasn't anything that I wanted to die that was just like so terrible. Yeah. Uh, and so I totally see why these each, every single one of these movies had fans totally Mm -hmm. do and so we had all different kinds of responses from all over and what i did was i gave uh i i made a chart and i gave five points for if it was listed as number one on their list four points for two three points for three two points for four one point for five right Mm -hmm. and so then i calculated we had total of 69 different submissions and so i totaled them all up and like i said almost every single film was mentioned and the number the top five from our fans of hallmarkies podcast we have at number five we have it's christmas eve number four we have small town christmas and then at number three number three we have the shoe addicts christmas Number two, we have Mingle All the Way, and a pretty resounding number one is Road to Christmas. Yay! Woo! Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's from all of you. So let us know what you guys think. Which ones did you not like? Which ones did you like? Uh, what uh, are you surprised by our list? Uh, let us know in the comment section or on Twitter. We would love to hear. And we had a lot of fun <laughs> covering this season. Uh, and we're ready to dive into Winterfest already. We've already had, by the time this airs, we've already had a Winterfest movie already air, which is amazing. So, oh my goodness. <laughs> so we're excited. <laughs> and we hope you guys enjoyed our preview of Winterfest with Greg McBride and Hall Remark was I was just in stitches. Like I was like just trying to like on my <laughs> on my mission we used to say this thing called quiet dignity. And so you wanted to behave like with you know quiet dignity. But I'm just like it's so I guess got in this habit of saying quiet dignity, quiet dignity. And the whole time he's just making me laugh so hard that I'm like quiet dignity, quiet dignity because I just was trying to keep it together because he was so funny. And uh I still should be leading this podcast. And uh so he was just the best and he's such a wonderful person and Emma was great. It was really fun, one of my favorites. And hope you enjoyed our interview with Lori Stark from a very Hallmark Christmas podcast that aired on Monday. Uh, she is so fun, so much fun, and it was so much fun to get to talk to her. And thank you guys so much for joining me to talk about these and make your lists. And I really appreciate it. And uh, it's so fun to get to meet you and talk with you, Sam. And uh, where can people yeah. where can people find you on Twitter and all that? Um. I'm Hallmark Cubby at Hallmark Cubby, I think. I really don't know. 
Twitter. I mean, yeah. just type in Hallmark Cubby and hopefully I'm there somewhere. <laughs> Make sure you're following. Make sure you're following. I will have the link to, in the description to his Twitter. So you can check that out. And Amy, how can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at It's Amy Craig. And then on YouTube, youtube.com slash weekendallstars. And you guys really should go subscribe because I'm going to Utah to meet Rachel and Amber next week and there's going to be daily vlogs and it's going to be fun so if you want to see us meet for the first time and be extremely weird and probably weird out my friends that are coming with me please subscribe it's going to be fun it's going to be epic i cannot wait so yeah that's happening and so lots of fun stuff and uh so yeah I uh, hope you all had a great Christmas. And uh, well, one last time, we get to say Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Happy New Year! Merry Bye. Christmas!